0: As I walked on through Chattel Street, a fair maid I did meet. She asked me to see her home, she looked in bleaker straight to me away. Sandy, my dear Annie, oh you New York girls, can you dance to polka?
1: The Long Haul Podcast. America's Irish Voice. Interviews with inspiring immigrants, renowned Irish personalities and discussions on all things Irish America. Presented by Michael Dorgan.
0: They're at the door to me away you santi me... Boy,
1: dear, in this episode, I chat to County Loud man Tim Hurley about his new Irish whiskey called Lost Irish. Tim is an Irish whiskey expert and has travelled the globe, crafting his trade in the industry and developing Lost Irish. The concept behind Lost Irish will resonate with many immigrants as it tells the story of the 70 million Irish diaspora spread across the world. The casks used to make Lost Irish are sourced from six different continents to symbolise the Irish living in these areas. And the various casks give the whiskey its unique taste and flavours. Lost Irish can be consumed on its own or mixed with almost anything, including beer, cider, coffee, and even a bit of green tea. I caught up with Tim a few months ago at the New York Irish Whiskey Festival, where Lost Irish was very popular among Irish whiskey lovers. In fact, after the interview, two whiskey connoisseurs came up to Tim and told him that Lost Irish was the best tasting brand they had tried all day. Check out that clip at the end of this interview. Tim also discusses why Irish whiskey has made a massive comeback in recent years and why the industry is now booming. Tim has also co-authored a beautifully produced book called From Barley to Blarney, A Whiskey Lover's Guide to Ireland, which documents Ireland's 50 most iconic bars and pubs. Tim and the founders of the famous Dead Rabbit Bar travelled around Ireland and visited each bar featured in the book, including some gems like the Long Haul Bar in Dublin and the Castle in Cork. If you would like to purchase some Lost Irish Whiskey or Tim's book, just click on some of the links in the description below or visit lostirish.com. There are also links on our website, thelonghaulpodcast.com, or you can follow the brand on Instagram at Lost Irish Whiskey. Tim, thanks for very much for speaking to me. Uh, first of all, will you tell me about your um, your background, where you're from in Ireland and when you made the move to New York?
0: Yeah, so I'm a County Loud man and before I got into the world of whiskey. I was an egg farmer back home with my dad, and yeah, I made that obvious transition from eggs to whiskey. (laughs) So you may wonder, the best whiskey people always have an egg farming background. But uh, I first got into whiskey and New York at the same time. So I moved over in 2009 to work with the Cooley Distillery, and then later uh, I got working with Tullamore Dew. And I was with Tullamore Dew for nine and a half years, uh, covering the U.S. as whiskey brand ambassador so that was my arrival and birth into whiskey Well
1: just to take you back so did you do what did you do in college and then what how did you progress into uh, the industry
0: yeah so I was in UCD doing commerce and then I got working with Bord Bia so the Bord Bia fellowship partnered uh, different graduates to work with high growth export Irish companies and I was very lucky my first one was uh, the Cooley Distillery so whiskies like Kilbegan, Tyrconnell, Connemara and that was me cutting my teeth in the world of whiskey. And so
1: you came to you came to New York in 2009. Was it who did you who did you say you started working with initially?
0: Yeah, so that was uh, Turconnell, and Tercanall, uh, and my gig was uh, to go door to door, city to city, always with a, a bottle of whiskey in my hand, introducing and reintroducing people to Irish whiskey. So tasting education. And then, really, when I got working with Tullamore Dew in a big way, events and uh, PR and media all across the country, so we had a good run. I had a lot of fun with that, yeah.
1: What's your, what attracts you to the whiskey industry?
0: I think the, the, history, the history, the stories, like, it is a rabbit hole we're going down to. So, like, Ireland is the birthplace of whiskey. So we invented it, and nine, 900 years ago we had a good run at it and basically with all that time comes great stories and great history to it so I got really into that and then not to mention the flavour the bars the pubs the people and it really just all kind of brought it to life so just kind of the more you knew the more you wanted to know again so
1: yeah and you have a great knowledge of course of the lots of the bars in Ireland I met you two or three years ago uh, you're an author uh, you, you
0: wrote the book do you want to grab a copy yeah. of it there and uh, just show us so this is a a book called From Barley to Blarney it's a whiskey's lover guide to Ireland so as myself and the lads from the Dead Rabbit we decided we would do a book on 31 distilleries back home plus 50 of the old school hidden gem pubs back home as well and getting to 40 was easy but the final 10 was like bitter blood feud arguments uh, to get to the final 10 and there's also 12 Irish whiskey cocktails in there but into pubs back home, I've been to over a thousand Irish pubs in America. And then uh, further afield, I went to Mongolia, to Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia, it's 25 Irish pubs have been there, Bolivia, Colombia, Nepal. Just hearing all the different stories behind why there's Irish pubs here, there, and everywhere, and how it became the world's favorite watering hole. Like the French have the cafes, the Italians, the restaurants. We're a nation of brewers, distillers, and publicans. It's what we do.
1: Yeah. And for the book, of course, you actually went to you went around Ireland and you 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 stayed in these bars, got the stories from the owners and their history behind them. Just uh, t- talk, t- taught me through actually the the process of of making the book. I'm sure it was a, lo- a long journey. Yeah. So
0: myself and the lads have been going back and forth home over the years, and we'd always go home to research different bars, and we we're just writing down over the years, but for the book we decided to do full on sit down interviews with 111 pubs which we kind of earmarked as being these are going to be real special places and did full on photo shoots with them and like a lot of these pubs like they don't have email you know you call them I'm coming in from New York can, can you sit down and do an interview and it's like no so some of you just have to go to the
1: castle in Cork barely has a floor yeah
0: yeah we're at the castle in Cork we're at a high B in Cork they they won't even let you in with any technology so uh, there was a bit of uh, spontaneity and charming and introducing ourselves and what we're doing and we're not we're not that scary you know we we just like pubs and we want to tell and hear your story so there was four of us in a 1970s Volkswagen Beetle van. Uh, it would only do 50 miles per hour, but it felt like you were about to hit the sky. It felt like you were about to take off. <laughs> and, uh, but it was uh, it was a brilliant experience. We did two months of visiting these these pubs and and distilleries as well so it's a, it's our little love note uh, back home
1: yeah it looks it looks it looks beautiful the book i, I have a copy of home i think from, from from that night i met you it really turned out uh, fantastically well and of course as you were saying there your your journey of knowing the knowledge of whiskey brought you to where you are today and now for the uh, new york irish whiskey festival and talk us through uh, your, your your your
0: own um this, this is my baby yes yeah. so this is lost irish It's. It's something that just came out in December. Uh, So it's very, very new to to America. It actually launched in America. It's coming to Ireland later in June. Uh, But it's a whiskey that got inspired by my fascination with Irish bars. And the whole idea behind Lost Irish, it's it's your story, it's my story, it's a, a lot of other people over here's story as well. And it's the story of the Irish abroad. You know, five million at home. Uh, 70 million worldwide, 35 million in, in America. And I was like, this is a, a more modern story than the flight of the earls or the wild geese. There's, there's something that speaks to me or any Irish pub abroad. Like, you know, that's, that's our story. So, with the, the whiskey itself, I wanted to tell that story, but in liquid terms too. So, I sourced barrels from all over the world um, to make the best whiskey I could, but also. Tell that story. So, I always tell people 70% of a whiskey's flavor comes from the barrels it's matured in. So, I went looking for the best. So, uh, barrels that have held bourbon, Oloroso sherry, uh, Japanese Mizanaro oak from Asia, Australian Tony from Oceania, uh, South African brandy, Colombian Jamaican rum. So, what I do is I take the spirit, it matures for four years in bourbon barrels. Then I'll separate it out into all these continent casts, leave it to sit there for six months to 14 months, depending on the barrel, and let it take on that flavor. And then I'll take elements from each and blend it together in the end. And what you get is like a very fruity whiskey on the nose, a friendly entry, and then tons of like spices and rummy raisin notes that come through in the finish. So each barrel is lending a flavor element to it. And
1: is this the first whiskey that you've brought out?
0: Yeah, it's uh, the, the first whiskey. It's probably going to be the only for a while. I want people to have a lot of work to do in terms of people getting to know that whiskey. And yes, I'm a whiskey geek. I always have like plans and experiments I want to play with. Uh, but we're going to work on getting that out to different parts of America and then ultimately bring it back home to Ireland as well because that's where it's made. It's made and loud. That was my question. Yeah.
1: Tell me about the, the the production process, where it's made. And, uh. Yeah,
0: so like, I'm very lucky. My first job in whiskey was with a gentleman called John Teeling, who happened to be my college lecturer, and he owned the Cooley Distillery. And then when I left Sulla Mordew, there was a couple of phone calls I made, and, like, and he was probably, if not number one, he was number two. I'm like, there's this whiskey I want to make, and he's like, I'll absolutely have whiskey set aside for you. We'll give you warehousing space. If you can get all these world casts, we'll make sure you have the whiskey you need, the space you need to to create this whiskey. So um, he's been a really good partner to me in terms of helping me getting up and running. But it, whiskey making, it's art meets science. So but you constantly, you'll build in these things to make sure you get consistency, but you still need to taste it and watch the cast and and play with them and just well, play with them. I'm making it sound like they're growing up, but uh, but just stay on top of them to make sure you get the flavor that you want from it.
1: When did you first start uh, drafting up the plans for it and when did you launch it?
0: Yeah, so it launched in December 2021, but it's been something I've been working on for oh, over two years. Uh, but seriously, for two years proper, full, full on, this is my full time job, and uh, it's finally come to life. Uh, before it was. The world's best fictional whiskey. Now it's top three in terms of uh, real whiskeys. Yeah. So it's
1: just—it's only on the market two or three months.
0: Yeah. That's it, yeah. So, I, welcome to the inner circle
1: of all things lost Irish. <laughs> <laughs> so with this, with, with the, the pandemic restrictions being lifted, is this like the first
0: uh, public uh, show, showcase. Yeah, of we've we've been doing a lot of bartender events uh, in different states and cities, but this is the first like our coming out party. This is our first consumer tasting of it. So. Like oddly enough, there were a few people who had already tasted they'd seen it in the few bars that were in already, uh, which is great to see. but today was about introducing people to it and there was a couple of others to reintroduce to it, so it was great to see people's reaction uh, to it for tasting it the first time so I'm thrilled to bits with it
1: you're well placed here coming in the, in the door straight in the <laughs> door so <laughs> you must yeah. know the, the organizers
0: uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of what they do so uh, but but no this is brilliant like it, it's year two of the new york irish whiskey festival yeah. uh, like it's long overdue you know uh, but what the folks have done here it's incredible in terms of the showcase of irish whiskey irish food Music crack—it's it's a real belter of a day. So, yeah, we're no, only I, halfway through. a yeah, Session to go.
1: I'm struck by the amount of people that I, I'm not sure how many people are here, but both floors are just packed to capacity. It's yeah. it's a it's it's, it's it's a great way to, to showcase the, the various whiskies here.
0: Yeah, no, it's brilliant, and you get to meet people who, well, in my case, make it. There's lots of other makers here as well as very well-informed people to not only just pour you a brilliant cocktail or a nice pour of whiskey. I can tell you all about it too and the, the history and the plans behind each of the whiskies. So,
1: so there's a story behind your, your your whiskey. How do you translate the story into the types of flavours you use then to put into the whiskey? What's the...
0: Yeah, well, like the, there's the story but the real reason behind sourcing these casks is to get the flavour element to it and, like, if, if it doesn't taste good, yeah. it doesn't matter about the story, you know? Oh, they, they, and yeah. They both feed into each other. So... I spent a lot of time barrel hunting, uh, and during the pandemic, well, before the pandemic, I had all these romantic notions of me going to these different, whether they were distilleries or vineyards or or whatever sourcing the barrels, but during the pandemic, when the world was on lockdown, there was a lot of zooms and inspecting barrels over laptops where you wish you had smell-o-vision to to see how they would perform, but... uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, even just getting them out of these countries that were locked down. So, uh, yeah, challenges, but worth it. Did
1: it make it easier or harder with the pandemic? Some people, it was an opportunity for people that didn't spare time to go out a, a certain project that they had. But for you, was it harder because you had to get the, the tasting right and visit places?
0: Uh, it was harder, but it, it was more time that I probably needed. So it was harder in terms of like sourcing glass or getting the barrels from across the world back home to Ireland. Uh, But honestly, it gave me a lot of time to pause and really kind of figure out what I was going to do in terms of getting the liquid right, uh, but also getting the design of the bottle and the, the package right. So challenges, but I would say there was more opportunity there for me in terms of the world was on pause. I didn't need to rush it out. It was like, just let's wait until we're ready. So...
1: And how's the last three months been going
0: since you launched it? So two plus years of plotting and scheming this to come together. Now it's like execution of it. So yeah, it's been ups and downs to it, but it's been so much fun doing it. Like uh, having a whiskey that I know I like, but introducing friends old and new to to tasting it and being back in the bars, uh, doing consumer events, bartender events. It's been brilliant, yeah.
1: Tell me from a layman's perspective and not a whiskey drinker. And I, I look at the whiskey industry and I just see so many whiskeys coming on the market. And there, but there must be such a huge market there. For is it a saturated market? And why is everyone trying to get into the, into the whiskey game?
0: Yeah, so like Ireland being... I would like, consider yeah. you a connoisseur for the last, you're an expert. Like, so yeah. do you see these guys coming in, into the market? Like, this, is, uh, this is only the beginning. So like we as a nation invented whiskey. We should have the most distilleries in the world. Like, if you go across um, the pond to Scotland, like, they have 110 distilleries. Today, we only have 40. And when I started in whiskey, we only had three. So there's been rapid growth, but still only the beginning of it, too. So when I started in whiskey, you'd walk into an Irish pub in New York, there might be four Irish whiskies. They'd have more scotches. And that's only 10 years ago. Now, Irish pubs are like, no, we're going to have more Irish whiskey because it reflects on who we are, what we do, and they're now pushing Irish whiskey over, let's say, single malt Scotch. So there's a lot of room for it, uh, and if you're overwhelmed now, there's <laughs> there's more coming. But I think I think the main thing is once all the new brands, and I include myself in that, once we're doing something different and adding to the conversation, then it's great. But if it's just like another to be another. Uh, you got to add something more to the conversation than that uh, would be my opinion so yeah we're getting a lot more variety and um, we're getting a lot more passion behind it uh, both from Irish pubs non-Irish bars Irish people like we're, ne- we're now excited about Irish whiskey as drinkers and a nation which wasn't always the case so
1: is it hard to market it because there's so many brands coming on, on, on onto the market
0: no, it's just, different. I actually look at it as a big opportunity, like, like without, let's say, Jameson, I wouldn't have a, a job in the past, I wouldn't have had a, an opportunity to release my own, so I'm actually really excited by more people spending money to increase the awareness of it, and, and also, I'm a whiskey geek, so the more whiskeys there are, whether it's mine or somebody else's, I'm just happy to try it, so uh, bring it on.
1: <laughs> and so uh, when's it launching in Ireland, and where can, where can,
0: where can, you, buy it? Where can you buy it now? Yeah, so Los Iris is coming home in June. Start plugging. Yeah, yeah, get excited. <laughs> get your pre-orders in. <laughs> no, uh, and that'll be a lot of fun for myself, my team, just uh, a bit of a homecoming and all the, all the people that work on it. And um, over here... And ReserveBar.com will deliver it to your home in 31 states, no matter where you are. But in all good Irish pubs, you'll be able to find it in New York as well. So, and some bad ones too. <laughs> so,
1: thanks very much. Appreciate it. And this is the clip I mentioned at the start of the podcast.
0: But well, we want to let you know
1: we can't wait to see it on the show. I was, I was just inter- interviewing Tim, and So you, you were tasting it earlier. No, I it was. It's both of you. you how, how did you find it? very smooth it, it was it's a great table whiskey and then it was also a good mixer because we had tried it with both and we really enjoyed it we went around the table we went upstairs we went around the table and we came back to here this was our favorite it really was yeah, yeah. This, this was like some smooth some smooth whiskey and uh, I would absolutely buy this from my house to have it all day long absolutely <laughs> <Definitely>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't preempted. We really, that's why we wanted to let you know. We really loved coming back to say. i never heard of it. I uh, came here today. Exactly. And, uh, I'll, I, I can't wait to see this again. You know, we're Tickle Jameson boys and we look for something better. I drink Ryder's Tears. He switched to bourbon. But this was very enjoyable.
0: Glad, glad we got you back, Chris. Welcome back go. home to Exactly right. Thanks, <laughs> Oh, you knew your girls can you dance to mortgage?
1: And that's all for this week. Let us know what you think by leaving us a comment on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the Long Haul Podcast, or visit our website, thelonghaulpodcast.com. If you'd like to purchase some Lost Irish Irish Whiskey or Tim's book, just click on some of the links in the description below or visit lostirish.com Or you can follow the brand on Instagram at Lost Irish Whiskey. And thanks for listening.
0: My dear Annie, oh, you New York girls, can you dance the polka? And when we got inside the house, the drinks were passed around. The liquor was so awful strong, my head went round and round to me. Away you Santy my dear Annie, oh, you New York girls, can you dance the polka to me? Away you Santi, my dear Annie. Oh, you New York girls, can you dance the polka?